Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Last segment of the show, and I just, man, I hate to do this because it just, it breaks my heart what this place has become because I have just so many awesome memories there. More violence in Broad Ripple last night. So, I mean, we're not, you know, we're, we're, we're or the other night, and we're talking about uh, this was four people shot Sunday morning, and it is just a reoccurring theme, you know, of, and this is, again, it's an older story, but, but it, it goes back to violence in and around the city of Indianapolis. And yes, again, this is an older story, but it's a reoccurring thing about violence in Broad Ripple and what's been happening. And how do we get a handle on this? Because it's part of a broader conversation of this city and how we bring the city back and how we fix what is broken to make it what it could be and what it once was. And what I know is, and this is what I struggle with, right? What I struggle with is I know the proposals, I know Joe Hogshead is not the answer, right? I absolutely know he has proven himself not the answer. However, I also know the signature part of Jefferson Shreve's proposal, which is similar to Joe Hogshead's proposal, not the answer. And so when I look at what Broad Ripple has become, what downtown has become, there used to be safe havens. And and I remember when I was actively out and about, we kind of used to joke with ourselves because every year the cops would flush the bad guys either out of downtown to Broad Ripple or out of Broad Ripple to downtown. So you just alternated year in and year out where you did your drinking and hung out with your buddies at and had a good time because you knew, hey, this place is going to be safe this year because the cops are really stepping it up there and they're not going to let anything happen there. And then next year, okay, we'll be back here. There's nowhere safe to go anymore. There's nowhere, Ethan, in the city where I would walk around going, I feel very safe. And that should not be happening because Indianapolis should be capable. We have the resources. We have the police force. We have the people who want to fix this problem and make this city what it once was so that people don't end up dying in the streets, prominent streets, busy streets, commerce-related streets. We're not talking about alleyways. You know, it used to be like, again, just take Broad Ripple as an example. It used to be that if you were on the main strips and you kept your head down and you didn't instigate anything, you were going to get where you needed to go and you were going to get out in one piece. Now, if you went rumbling around dark, dark alleyways or you went on side streets, Hey, all bets are off. And they used to tell people, do not travel alone on side streets or dark alleyways and really don't travel there, period, at all. You can't do anything now. The violence is front and center. It is front and center downtown. It is happening on prominent streets and prominent locations. Same thing in Broad Ripple. The bad guys don't even care anymore. And I think that's what's so frustrating is nobody seems in a position to do something about it, to have the answer of how do we stop people from killing each other and doing it where other people can get hurt. 
crime in Marion County is a multifaceted issue, and there are many steps which have to be implemented to ultimately start solving the problem. But one of the most crucial is having a prosecutor's office that takes violent crime seriously. And it was a damning admission from the Hogsnot administration that we have to hire three federal attorneys to act as special prosecutors here in Indianapolis in order to spin local crimes into federal violations that will be then taken and prosecuted more seriously because we have Ryan, friend of the miscreant Mears, sitting on his hand and letting violent criminals go with little more than a slap on the wrist. It's disgusting. So if you want to solve crime problems in Marion County, one of the most crucial aspects is to have a prosecutor which takes the violent offenders seriously. This is a very common sense solution. And for whatever reason, we only seem to have had problems with this in recent years like the summer of love. Yeah. And you think about, again, coming back to Broadway, Ripple, this thing now where the business owners have agreed to shut their doors at 1 a.m. And they hoisted themselves on the their own petard for the sake of Joe Hogsnot City taking public safety on their shoulders. And of course, it still has done little to nothing because it doesn't begin with the business owners. It begins with the prosecutor's office. The business owners are not the problem with the criminal element in Marion County. Sorry. Yeah. And it's just so to me, it's like very reminiscent of you remember during covid when that awful mayor of Fishers, Scott Fadness, old Madness Fadness, just arbitrarily decided to virtue signal and go, uh, we're going to close all the bars between Christmas and New Year's at, at 10 p.m. Everything shuts down at 10 p.m. And what he did was take those people's busiest time of the year, one of the busiest times of the year, and during their busiest hours, basically, right? Newsflash, people drink at night, later into the night. And for no rhyme or reason other than to virtue signal, look at me and how great I am, the amount of money and potentially business survival he cost those people because what, were we supposed to believe COVID stopped at 10, uh, uh, pre, before 10, COVID wasn't dangerous, but after 10, it got really, I mean, it's stupid, so right? So look who's taking it in the teeth. It's the citizenry. Exactly. It's the people who support the city and they're being punished when you have criminals that are allowed to essentially run free. And this is a little different in the sense of, I guess the business merchants agreed to voluntarily do this, but it's... Is it, though, because it's pressure from the city that made them do that? You're right. And it's the same thing. And I'm just so sick of these idiot politicians who couldn't run a dry cleaner if their life depended on it. Not that it's easy to run a dry cleaner, but I just I I say Wendy's and people like you say that all the time. I was trying to come up with different things. Um, Couldn't run anything. How about that? They couldn't run anything. And yet they're a lemonade stand. They couldn't run anything, Ethan. And yet they're out here telling these business owners, pressuring business owners on how to run their business or forcing business owners to cover for their incompetence. Man, it sucks to have had memories somewhere. And and I know people are driving down the road and they're hearing my voice right now. And th- people can identify with this. It sucks, Ethan, to have memories somewhere. It sucks to remember something as being something and seeing it just gutted from what it once was and realizing it didn't have to be that way. This is not the distant past, Rob. You and I remember what Indianapolis was like in 2015. Hell, I was living here. Yeah, and I was drinking here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, and so, look... And again, this is part of why I really hope we get Jefferson Shreve on the show tomorrow. 
has an opportunity to redeem himself in terms of his explanation on this public safety plan. We cannot have four more years of Hogshead. And I want there to be an answer, and I want him to have an explanation that makes people happy and can bring these people back into the fold because this city changes rapidly, not just by the year. It changes rapidly, not just by the month or by the week. It seems to change rapidly by the day, and it never seems to be in a good fashion under the leadership of Joe Hogshead. And I hate to think of what it's going to look like or what it's going to be like yeah. in four more years if we got to deal with four more years of Joe Hogshead and Ryan Mears. And I struggle with this because Hammer is not wrong for his absolute hatred now for Jefferson Shreve and his gun proposal plan. Trust me, I'm going to be the last guy who's going to look at you and go, you're being a little extreme with that politician there, buddy. But I also look at it as Jefferson Shreve is definitely, eight, even with this stupid proposal that has nowhere to go, is 80% better than sure. what Joe Hogsett is. No, as a Marion County voter, if it was Orange Peel versus Joe Hogsnot, I'm team Orange Peel. Yeah. So despite the disastrous public safety proposal from Jefferson Shreve, I likely will continue to support him through the campaign. However, a lot of people won't right now. Right. However, a lot of people are not. And my vote was never the one you needed to win, Jefferson, because I was always going to oppose Joe Hogsnet. Yeah. That's just, yeah, we can't have four more years. You're, you're absolutely right. So hopefully there is some sort of answer to this, whatever it is, whoever the mayor is, whoever the city council is, because, man, it is just completely out of control. 